Hey lady, it's Dr. Dom here. If you like this show and you want to make your own, let me tell you about the free platform Anchor. It's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You can add songs from Spotify and create any type of content that you are looking for. Anchor will distribute it all for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. On this week's episode of Cultivating Her Space. But the truth is, since the beginning of time, the most powerful people, leaders, change makers, all of them have utilized astrology to plan. Today's episode is sure to provide you with motivation, inspiration, or a fresh perspective. If you have any aha moments or appreciate anything from this episode, please leave us a review to let us know we're on the right track. Also, we release episodes every Friday, so be sure to subscribe on iTunes and visit cultivatingherspace.com to access our exclusive after show and other bonus content from the Patreon tab. Welcome to Cultivating Her Space, a podcast dedicated to uplifting women like you. We're your hosts, Dr. Dominique Broussard, a college professor and psychologist, and Terry Lomax, a techie and motivational speaker. In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be. Hey, lady. It's Terry here from the Cultivating Her Space podcast. I'm hosting a free podcasting masterclass where I'm going to teach you how to create your impactful podcast and how you can generate multiple streams of income. You can visit podcastwithterry.com to register for free. I hope to see you there. All right, lady. When it comes to astrology and frequency healing, Janelle Bloom is the practitioner you need to know. What started out as reading natal charts for fun in 2011 has morphed into a thriving multi-six-figure business for Janelle's Astro Hive. The Astro Hive serves high-level career-conscious women from around the world with the sole purpose of helping them identify and activate their soul's mission. Amazing, right? Thus, assisting her clients to live their most expansive and fulfilling lives, both personally and professionally. On the surface, Janelle is the fun-loving Jamaican-born best friend in your head, encouraging you to keep going. In her daily work as a frequency energy healer and psychic astrologer, she is known as the secret soul architect in the lives and hearts of many. Janelle, 33, is a married mom to two sons in Florida. To learn more about her work, you can visit theastrohive.com. I am so excited to have you here, Janelle. Welcome to Cultivating Her Space. Yay! (laughs) I'm so excited too. I've been so looking forward to this conversation. Oh, we can't wait. We're just going to jump on in and Dr. Don's going to take it off with the quote of the day. All right. So our quote of the day, millionaires don't use astrology, billionaires do. This quote comes to us from J.P. Morgan. Janelle, when you hear this quote, what comes up for you? How does this quote like resonate? And lady, if you're watching on Patreon, then you see Janelle has her whole little dance going when when we mention this quote. (laughs) So for the listeners, what does this quote mean to you, Janelle? So I kind of got excited because this is, one of my absolute favorite quotes. And I love, I actually use it all the time. So, (laughs) but it is an amazing quote because the truth is that people are becoming very wealthy and successful by design. It's not by accident. And one of the resources that they utilize are people like me, but they keep us behind the scenes. But the truth is, Since the beginning of time, the most powerful people, leaders, change makers, all of them have utilized astrology to plan. 
I even watched, I was watching something with my son recently, and I think it was it was Nancy Reagan. She would plan things in the White House according to astrology. There were some dates where like her husband was not even allowed to like do a speech or anything. She was very much into astrology. But for a lot of, you know, people who are movers and shakers and who are changing technology as we know it, they're not doing it just, you know, with fairy dust. They have people who are planning things strategically with them behind the scenes and they're often astrologers. So amazing. Oh, I'm so excited. I know we're going to dive in a bit deeper, but can we just start off with you telling us a bit about your journey and what inspired you to create the Astro Hive and Jolie Bloom? So, okay. The Astro Hive really came about because I was going through what is called a Saturn return, which happens during our late 20s to early 30s. People might know this as the quarter life crisis without all the astrological jargon, right? This is when you're starting to come into your own. You're not just doing the things that your parents told you to do or just doing what, you know, your family says or society has says. You go through this like identity crisis in a way. So this is why people who have made some interesting decisions in their like early 20s as they're coming into 30, they're like, oh my God, I don't even like this. So, (laughs) you know, it's very common for people in that like Saturn return age, like 27 to like 31, 32-ish to get divorced if they got married really young, to change careers completely, to doing something they actually love, moving away to somewhere they truly desire to go. This is like the age where you kind of see people starting to break out and really step into who they are. And so again, on the outside, it just appears that, oh my God, they're having a quarter life crisis. But when I look at folks' charts during that age period, what's happened is Saturn, which is our planet of lessons and karma, has done a full transition through our chart and is now where it was at the moment that we were born. And so we are going through hard lessons. And that's what's really causing the identity crisis. So even that is astrological. It's not by accident either. (laughs) So I was going through that and I felt like the sky was falling. And I'm like, why doesn't anyone realize that like I'm dying here? Like this, what's going on? And so, you know, having been interested in astrology since I was a teenager, I remembered the Saturn return thing. And I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, let me dive back into astrology, but like at a much deeper level. And that's how I was able to make it through that, basically stepping into adulthood really, you know, was by really studying my chart and seeing like, okay, what, what am I supposed to learn? What am I doing wrong here? Why do I keep repeating the same patterns? Why do I feel stuck in a loop in this area? And then it was like, the more I studied my own chart, the more everything just made sense. And then I would, was able to course correct. And then I started helping my friends and then I would start talking about it on Facebook sometimes. And then one day I was like to my husband, Hey, do you think people would like pay me to do their charts? And he was like, well, you never know unless you try. And I was like, okay. So literally the next day I made a Facebook post and I was like, Hey, I've been posting this astrology stuff. You all seem interested. If you want me to do a reading for you, I can. Here's a PayPal link. It's $97. Let me know if you want it. And that's literally how (laughs) the Astro Hive started. So I didn't have like a name for a business. I didn't even plan for it to be a business. I didn't have a website. Like all the things that people think that they need to start a business. I had none of that. I had a Facebook post, a PayPal link, and I was just trying to see if people would care. (laughs) And now we're here. Wow. That's amazing. Okay. So let's, for, for our listeners who aren't familiar with you, can Mm -hmm. we distinguish between, or is there a difference between Astro Hive and Jolie Bloom? So the Astro Hive is where 
all of my astrology things are. Jolie Bloom is really an all natural brand that I created in memory of my daughter for people who are interested in having non-toxic personal care products and things like that. So that has like nothing to do with like all the spiritual stuff, but the Astro Hive is where we live, breathe, <sighs> ooze, astrology, all things metaphysical. Yeah. And Astro Hive is mainly about services, whereas Jolie Bloom is like soaps and lotions and all that kind of stuff. Now, before we dive deeper, I do have a couple of terminology questions. And just so for those of us that are new to the astrology journey or are have tipped our toes in it, but don't really know what we're really talking about. Right. <laughs> so what is the difference between knowing our astrological sign? And, and like horoscopes, because I, I know that there is a huge difference between those, but people often conflate the two. So can you explain the difference between the two, please? So between like the zodiac signs and horoscopes? Yes. And, mm. and, and astrology. So like the okay. three of those, like how are they different? How are they the same? Like, can we can lay the foundation for us before we dive in? Alrighty. So just about everyone knows their zodiac sign. You know, it's a conversation piece when you meet someone oftentimes. What's your sign? So people at minimum know what their zodiac sign is. As far as the so the science of astrology, what that shows us is that we are not just that one sign. So this is why, let's say you're an Aries and you meet someone and they say they're an Aries and you're like, you are nothing like me. Like we have nothing in common. This is why, because that Zodiac sign is just one tiny sliver of our personalities. That's like, you know, like our ego, it's what drives us, but it doesn't tell the full story of who we are. It doesn't tell the full picture of who we were created to be. So now when we create the full chart and you have your natal chart, you'll see that you are a myriad of signs. You're made up of a little bit of everything. Well, not everything. You could be, you know, heavy on one particular sign more so than the others. You might have no Taurus energy at all, for example, who knows, but that's what the, the full natal chart allows us to see. So when we're reading like horoscopes, in, you know, magazines and things like that, they're very general because it's just speaking to our Zodiac sign. Whereas let's say you're working with me and I have your personal blueprint. I'm able to help you track personally what's coming up for you, what you need to be aware of, when are the best times to do certain things, because I'm looking at you as an individual, not the collective that, you know, general horoscopes are going to be writing about. So that's why horoscopes are kind of like very hit or miss because it's just like, this has nothing, I don't even know what this is about, right? <laughs> but if you have someone like me assisting you, it's, okay, Dr. Dom, so look, I know you want to increase your business next year. Here are the best times for you to do that. Here are some times that you should think about launching. Here's when you actually need to sit down and rest because if you don't know, you might be pushing during a season where you actually need to be resting or resting through a season where you have like the ability to do a lot, right? Or like my single ladies, they're always like, okay, when is the best? And I'm just like, okay, relax. Here are some like key dates that might work out really well for you where I might encourage them to like, you know, do more than usual and put themselves out there and things like that. So that's the benefit of having your true, your personal horoscope as a person, as, as opposed to, excuse me, just knowing your Zodiac sign. Because again, it doesn't tell us the full picture of who you are. It's just that one sign. That's super helpful. And you said that sometimes the horoscope is hit or miss. Let me tell y'all what's not hit or miss. Okay. And that's the natal chart, like your birth chart. That's where it gets <laughs> real. And this is a new topic for me, Janelle. I've been diving into this over the past couple of years and it has blown my mind. Mm -hmm. So the thing that I, as we're continuing to lay the foundation, the thing that I'd love for you to touch on is when someone says 
they get a birth chart reading. By the way, Janelle did my birth chart reading a couple of weeks ago, and it was amazing. When someone <laughs> says they have their birth chart read, what does that mean? What is a birth chart? What is that? Even, like, how are we mixed with all these signs? What does that mean for folks that don't know? So the natal chart is essentially a snapshot of where all the planets were aligned at the very moment that you were born. So whereas like your zodiac sign, you know, you were born between these months and these months. A natal chart requires you to input very specific information, including the city and state where you were born, your birthday, including the year, and most importantly, the exact time that you were born. Because if we don't have that, it shifts the accuracy of the chart. So once we put this information together and we have this natal chart, it's a snapshot of your personality, your life path. It's your karmic blueprint as well, because there are some parts of the chart that we can look at that's going to give us insight into your past life, at least the last one. So it, it tells all your business. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Basically, it just tells everything. <laughs> I was just going to say, I cringe and lady, no judgment if you've done this, but I cringe when people post their new child's like birthday and the time they were born on social media, because now I know what you can do with that information. So I'm glad you said that it tells all your business. So don't be telling everybody what time you were born and all the details. Yeah. Okay. People be like, yeah, my tonight at Lenox hospital at three 43. And I'm just like, okay. So I know your kid has this North node. I know they have this moon because they were born like, yeah. And it's not like, you know, people are, well, I, I'll at least say for me, like there's nothing we can do with it to like harm you, but it's also important to know how important and sacred that information is because you can use that to guide your child towards becoming who they were designed to be, not who you want them to be. Right. Cause these souls come down here with their own missions and their own things that they want to do. But this is a vital information. What do you have to say about, before we get in deeper, okay, we're, we're laying the foundation right now, lady, okay? What do you have to say about people that are skeptical about this? Because I know when I was first researching, and initially I was like, oh, well, how do I know if this is true? And then as I began to go down the rabbit hole, I'm like, oh, this is a science. Like, this is what it is. So what do you have to say to people that are like, mm, I don't know if I really believe in this? You know what? I'm actually not. Me personally, I'm not in the business of convincing. So for me, I feel like me walking and breathing and living and the shifts that have happened in my life, I am the prime example of what happens when you study this and are able to unlock parts of your personality and your power that maybe you wouldn't have if you didn't know. So for me, just embodying is all I have to do. I, I'm not a person that's like, but look, man, you know, and like turning to the pages and being like, but, but no, it's okay. You know, we're all, you know, have, we all have permission to believe certain things or don't believe. I'm not that the person that's like, oh, like, you know, it's, it's just, just look what happens when we do this. You know what I mean? Look at me, look at my clients. Like, you know, we're, this is what happens. And if you choose to come along, cool. And if you don't, that's okay. Maybe, you know, there's something else that resonates more with you and that's fine. But I it doesn't work. You know, <laughs> actual. I think a lot of people are skeptical because they're focused on horoscopes and zodiac signs yes and not really learning exactly what you said about the science mm -hmm. of astrology and yeah. so for someone who's trying to be more open and reduce their skepticism how do they learn more what can they do to learn more about astrology so one of my favorite books I love to recommend is the only astrology book you'll ever need. It's pretty thick, but it literally has all the things in there. So if someone is willing to actually learn, I think that's a great resource. There are also so many places online where you could get a free report. 
So I always suggest like if someone is like, oh, I don't really know. And, you know, if a person is not sure about this, I don't even you're not ready to become my client. Right. So for me, I'm not the person that's like, again, convincing you that it works so that, you know, you can make a payment. No, start here first. Go get a free report. Read it. See if it resonates with you. Right. Because as the belief increases, it's only going to pique your curiosity even more. And then you end up like Terry going down <laughs> the rabbit hole and, you know, learning <laughs> more and more and more. And, you know, maybe you do, you know, watch some YouTube videos and, and things like that. So that's a great place to start. Just get a free report online and, you know, and start there. And trust me, if, if it is something that, hits you in the heart, you will seek more because who doesn't want to learn how to be their best selves and, you know, live their, the highest version of their life that's possible. And you can literally just Google like free birth chart. It'll ask for the information that Janelle shared that you need to enter. And it'll look like a geometric chart or something that's probably Mm -hmm. new for you if you've never done it. Dom, should we dive into this little surprise that we discussed? Should you tell everyone like what's what we're going to do? Oh, I'm so excited. (laughs) Okay, so what we are going to do. So Terry had her natal chart read a couple of weeks ago. And in preparation for this episode, I said, okay, well, you know, I've dabbled in it, but let me get the real deal. So, Janelle, are you ready to share some of my natal chart with us? (laughs) Yes. All right. So I'm actually going to start with the most important thing, which is actually my signature thing that I focus on. Again, most people are super focused on their zodiac sign. I'm like, that's cool. What is your north node though? And the north node is super important because this literally is the key to explaining to us why our soul chose to incarnate in this lifetime. The lessons that it's here to learn so that it can reach its highest potential and also what you're here to kind of to leave behind this lifetime in order to reach your highest self, right? So for you, Dr. Dom, you are, your North Node is in Cancer. So for those who have their North Node in Cancer, you have spent many, many lifetimes being an absolute worker bee where your main focus was achievement and just earning and being the best right? And so your greatest challenge in this lifetime is learning that work is not the only thing that exists. So (laughs) (laughs) I am constantly telling myself this. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So for you in this lifetime, what's most important is just knowing that the success is a given, like there's no way for you to really fail because you've like, you've mastered work, right? You've mastered, I don't know if you work for yourself, but if you do, it's like you can breathe and it's just like the money comes down. It's fine. Again, you've, your soul has mastered this. What it hasn't mastered is relationships, allowing people in your space, being able to, and not to say that you haven't mastered these skills yet in this lifetime, because we're just getting to know each other, but learning how to empathize with other people. Because again, for you, it's very easy to shut feelings down and go into the logical because we have things to do, right? So (laughs) your, your South node, so our North node is where we're looking to go. Our South node is our past life stuff. So your North node is in Cancer, your South node is in Capricorn. So your default is to be very Capricornish, just focused on ambition and work and achievement, whereas cancer is very nurturing and it's a safe space for people. So allowing yourself to be that, to be vulnerable, to allow the space for others to be vulnerable as well, all of that is part of your big lessons for this lifetime your friendships, your family, learning how to prioritize those. That is the trick 
Whereas like the work stuff is like that most people are like, oh my God, I don't know how to do this. You're like, no, that's easy. This personal life though, (laughs) that's where your lessons show up the most. Well, that is spot on because (laughs) (laughs) as a, as a psychologist, I, the work, yes, the work gets done. I (laughs) am a worker bee. I do achieve, I have achieved a lot. And as a psychologist, I am fully able to show up and be empathic for others. And then in my personal life, those who know me know that that has been my journey, that mm-hmm. working on being, letting myself be vulnerable, I can hold space for everyone else, but holding space for myself has been, has definitely been the journey. Absolutely. and. It's really interesting because, okay, so our, our, our Chiron is our deepest wound. It represents our deepest wound that we've had since childhood on one end of the spectrum. But on the other end of it, it's also our superpower because you have been working on it for so long that you've like just become equipped with being able to help others with it because it's, you've just always been doing it, right? So your Chiron is in, the 12th house, which is the house of self undoing. So I'm not sure what your specialty is. However, having a Chiron there, I can tell that you're naturally amazing at helping people to stay focused, to stay on track, to see the magic within themselves, to course correct, to not self-sabotage, to not listen to the inner critic, all of that stuff that holding space is like just kind of getting them back on their center so that they don't go down that dark path. You're naturally amazing at that. So I don't know if that's exactly what you specialize in with work. Yes. You are still spot on. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that's actually one of your, you know, your natural superpowers that you were born with. And, you know, that could be because of, you know, things that happened in your own childhood that you saw. I often find that wherever our Chiron is, and I shared this with Terry, it's kind of like we do work that kind of represents saving our inner child. Like we see our inner child in the people that we help and we don't want them to go through the things that we experience. So we hold their hand and make sure that they don't go down certain paths. And then we of course know that you are super brilliant. So you're a Gemini rising. So you're a Scorpio sun, you know, you're a Scorpio already. Your moon is in Aquarius and then your rising is in Gemini. So our rising is really important because when you show up, people are not seeing you as a Scorpio when what they are meeting is the Gemini. So our rising sign, also known as our ascendant, that is our mask. That is our outer layer. It's how we present ourselves to the world. So Geminis are brilliant. They speak well. They know a little about everything. They can be in any room. They're just super intelligent, very smart. So even looking at you, I'm like, she knows stuff, right? I might know a little bit, just a little bit. (laughs) Right? Because again, it's how we present ourselves to the world. So, and then as people really get to know you, who they're going to meet is the Aquarius, which is your moon. So our moon sign is, it's who we are when no one is looking. It's who we are instinctively. It's who we are behind closed doors. And so the people who see our moon sign are those who are closest to us, as well as our intimate partners. So when people meet you, they are not seeing the Scorpio. They're not seeing the Aquarius. They're seeing Gemini. And unless you really let them in, they'll never meet that Aquarius part. So at a minimum for everyone who is listening, at least knowing, again, everyone knows their sun sign. Sun sign and Zodiac are the same, but also knowing your moon sign and your rising sign, knowing those three, we call those the big three in astrology, start there. And even that is going to just help things to start making a lot of sense. 
This is so fun. I love it. Thank you, Don, for being so open for uh, to do this. Yes. And I'm not going to leave my girl hanging, Janelle. I, I don't know if you remember the aspects of my chart, but I want to throw a couple of things out there. So I want to see Dom's face when you talk about my, is it Chiron? Is that right? Yeah. So my, let's see, my North Node is Aquarius, rising Cancer, and then Moon is Libra. And can you just talk a little bit about my deep, we're just going to dive right into my business. Can you talk about the deepest wound? Because I, I just want to look at Dom's face when you talk about this. Remind me what house your Chiron is in again. Ooh, ooh. Okay, let me see. I have my chart pulled up, but I don't think I see Chiron. What house? I'm sorry, Janelle. I need, I, I remember I, I'm it, on the it spot. had something to do with like being really nurturing. I feel like it mm-hmm. was in like the fourth house or something. I don't have it in front of me because I have it okay. like on my, on my What thing. else can I share that would allow you to like, to see that? Cause I, I I'm waiting for, yeah. Oh, for your Chiron. I feel yeah. like it was in the fourth house. Oh, and I don't hang on here. Sorry. I know. Okay. Little, no, it's okay. Now, but while, while Janelle is looking for that, what did you think about this? As I was saying, as she was reading, this was spot on. And I think and I want I think I want the listeners to know that I truly had no idea <laughs> about any of this information. I just gave y'all my information ahead of time, like the, the details that you needed. Yep. And so I am hearing this for the first time. Because I know sometimes when people are skeptical about things and they hear other people talking about it, they're like, oh, well, y'all pre-planned this. You knew it. Lady, no, I had no (laughs) idea you were getting my real life reaction. Yes. So I love it. I love it. I mean, clearly. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) clearly, (laughs) this is my thing. Yeah, I'm very passionate about what I do. But yes, so Terry's Chiron was in Cancer. I was trying to remember off the top of my head. We just confirmed that. So for her, she is the mother. She is super nurturing. She is everyone's safe space. She is who people go to to unload. So one of the things that's really important for her is to make sure that she has certain boundaries in place. Otherwise, people will just show up at the doorstep like, oh, my God, this is what's going on today. (laughs) So for her, typically that comes from or rather anyone with a Chiron and cancer. So, again, remember, Chiron is the deepest wound. Cancer energy is motherly energy is the feminine energy. So typically for people with Chiron and cancer, they may have had a difficult relationship with their mother growing up. And so what ends up happening is as they become adults, because remember, the Chiron turns your deepest wound into your biggest superpower. So for a person who didn't feel nurtured or perhaps loved by their mom, what are they going to do? They become like the ultimate champion for no one else to feel like that. So they in turn kind of become mothers to other people so that other, you know, So other folks can have a space where they can feel loved and they can feel, you know, just nice and warm and, you know, just feel like they're at home. So that's just part of her superpower is just being very much in her feminine and using that energy to nurture others, which ultimately helps to bring out the best in them. And so it's like, again, that Chiron, it's like healing your, your own inner child all the time. <laughs> that well, was so on point. Okay, go ahead, yeah, Dom, go ahead. I mean, I just have to say, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was so on point. Like, I, yes, yes I, I see it. I and see lady, it. if you listen to the podcast, you know, we've talked about, you know, relationships with family, me specifically, you know, being estranged from my mom. So you can go back to those mm-hmm. episodes and listen. But when Janelle and I met and she touched on those things, I was just like, oh my gosh, this all makes sense. Right. So it's so incredible what you can learn about yourself, right? Who doesn't love to learn more about themselves and be more in tune with becoming their best self? So the birth chart, absolutely love it. Let's do it. Janelle, is there anything in particular that you wish people would ask you more about or something that you really love to talk about that we can nerd out about before we shift up the energy of this conversation? Yes. I wish more people were interested in their soul's mission and not just romance. 
I feel like <laughs> when it comes to astrology and, you know, admittedly, that's part of how I got into it. Cause I was trying to see if me and my little boyfriend were going to be together forever, you know, but <laughs> Wait, pause, pause, pause. Now we need to know, did that, did that work out for you? No, I was a teenager and, you know, reading like teen beat or whatever the heck was out at the time, teen Vogue and, you know, reading the heart. That's literally how I got into astrology. It was like reading those little horoscopes. Cause I was trying to see if me and my boyfriend were going to be together forever. It might, teenage mind, right? But even as adults, I I find that that's what people always want to know about. It's like, when is the person coming or when is it? And it's like astrology, the science of astrology, your natal chart is one of the best self-development tools that exists. And if we focus on self first, all of the other things end up working out by default. The partner shows up, the wealth shows up, the fulfillment shows up in so many different areas. When you know exactly who you are and exactly who you have been created to be and exactly what you're here to do, everything else falls into place. It allows you to be able to make decisions from such an empowered place as opposed to just living life by default. Again, like people are not creating these amazing lives by happenstance. It's by design. And so even with love, because, you know, we can use astrology to assist us with relationships and all of that. But again, starting with you first, what does your soul even really desire when it comes to love and relationships? Like on a soul level, like not like, Oh, I'm a Taurus. And he's, what does your soul need so that when you get in this relationship, you'll, you won't be, you know, bored in, in two minutes and then, you know, looking for the next person. What does your soul need to feel fulfilled sexually? What does your soul need to feel love truly? We can find that out in the chart. It's all there. It's literally like your soul's blueprint. So I always suggest to people like, get to know you. This is like self-mastery 101 here. And when you know your soul's mission and who you are, all the other stuff becomes so much easier. That makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. That, that really makes a lot of sense. That like you can't have a successful relationship, whether it's romantic business or otherwise, if you don't know who you are and what truly works for you. Right. Yeah. Not just what people suggest or what you think or what you see on the internet. It's like, what does your soul require? Like, what is your soul like absolute must have non-negotiables? Because until you know that you're just, you know, going to be out here just trying some stuff, <laughs> right? And just then this like life starts happening and then what ends up happening, then you start getting jaded and, you know, you start, your beliefs start to change. And then once uh, we create a belief, you know, Dr. Dom, it's hard to break the belief, right? And until you do break that, you keep getting what you believe. So if you're out here, oh, men aren't and women aren't, then whatever you say is what you're going to get. But had you known what your soul's requirements are in that department, you would know who to entertain and who not to because they don't even check the box that your soul is like, at a minimum, I need this. Janelle, this is so amazing. So helpful. Oh, I'm just so excited about this conversation. (laughs) I want to ask, is there anything that you can tell us about as a collective Mm -hmm. as we go into the new year, right? We're on the verge of entering into 2022. Yeah, is there anything in particular that we can kind of like keep in mind or be on the lookout for as a collective? Yeah, so 2022 is going to be a magical year for women in business. And I've actually been talking about this for a couple of years. I've been talking about 2022 for a minute. But the things that you do in 2022 
can be very long lasting, like meaning like changing the trajectory of your lineage lasting, right? Because we are just so supported during that time as women. One of the things that we will be required to do, however, is filling the gaps in our financial literacy. So for a lot of us, we may not have grown up, you know, knowing all the things, understanding all the terms. And so I'm predicting that we're going to start to see a shift in women really empowering themselves in that particular area, which then once they have that knowledge, it only helps them to accelerate with these business ideas that they have. I mean, you know, life is shifting right now. COVID is shifting everything. I want to say it was like 2017. I talked about this like shift that was going to come in 2019. I didn't know it was a virus, but I was like, there's a thing coming and people are going to start working from home more. I was talking about like a rise in like cryptocurrency, like all these different things. And I was like, you guys, I know I sound a little nuts. Somebody might come and get me in a white van, but I just need you to know really quick, (laughs) right? And so that's the cool thing about astrology because it's really just like cycles that, you know, repeats itself. But yeah, but for us as women next year, I feel like there are going to be so many new millionaires who are women. And, you know, women having their breakout years in business, even if you had an amazing year this year, I feel like this time next year, when you're at the end of 2022 and you look back, your mind is going to be blown. But take advantage of the energy. I am ready. I feel it in my bones. I received that. That is so powerful. (laughs) All right. I think it's, it's about that time. So, Janelle, we're going to shift up the energy of this conversation. And because we recognize, appreciate and celebrate the multifaceted woman, and we believe that it's okay to be bougie, classy and ratchet. And you can still be elegant. Okay. And you can still be elegant and dance to strip club (laughs) music. Right. We want to invite you to the OU Blatchet segment. So do you take on the challenge? Yes, this sounds like a good time. <laughs> oh, it is indeed. It is. All right, so here's what's going to happen. We're going to ask you three questions. We're going to share three sentence completions. And then we're going to have you choose a number between one and three. And depending on whatever number you choose, we're going to show you an image on screen of you. And you're going to give us more context about the image that we might not know from looking at the image. And lady, you have to be tuning in on Patreon to see the visuals, to see us on camera and to see the visual or the picture that we share with Janelle. So Janelle, are you ready for the challenge? I am ready. I'm a little nervous now. (laughs) Really? (laughs) But I'm so ready. This is going to be fun. It's going to be so fun. Okay. So the first question is what's the best piece of advice or wisdom that you've ever received? Make your own money. No matter how comfortable you are in a relationship, no matter how amazing your spouse is, make sure that you have your own. We got to follow up with a why. Amen and a why. Can you tell tell the ladies why is that important? (laughs) Because it's important to have what's called your FU money. So it's very challenging to make decisions when money is the first part of the decision making. Unfortunately, I grew up seeing a lot of women who were in marriages, relationships, jobs, anything that they didn't really want to be in because they were not financially equipped to do what they wanted to do. So no matter how secure a situation may feel or be, Make sure that you are in a position where even if that relationship ended, whether it's, you know, even on amazing terms, your lifestyle does not have to alter, girl. You don't have to move into nobody's couch. You don't have to downgrade. Life can just continue as fabulous as it is today or better. I love that. I, I think that's an important piece of advice of that. Just having that autonomy. Yes. All right. I have four words for you. Twerk or two-step? Definitely twerk. Hey! All right. <laughs> I'm so 
knew it. I knew it. Come on now. Come on now. Come on, Janelle. Show them what you got. All right. So the next question is, what's the sexiest item you own? So my cousin has like a whole sex shop. And so I just go in there and buy things. I don't even know what I have, but I have some stuff. (laughs) So whether it's like lingerie or toys, I have a lot of things going on. I just, I don't even know, child. I just, I'm here to support the family and provide testing out the things. Options okay, on I love options it. on options. I love it. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to move to our sentence completion. One thing I wished more people knew about me is. I'm an amazing writer. Oh, yeah. Okay. So sounds like 2022, we might be getting some books published or, you know, I mean, Feeling it. Yeah. I'm ready for it. I think we're going to let you hold that. We're going to let you keep that one. But I will say, I I feel like I figured that out by your Facebook post because your Facebook posts, they are bomb. And I'm like, oh, she's a writer. So I will (laughs) say, like, I feel like I low key kind of knew that, but we're going going to take it. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny. I I feel like it's like my worst kept secret, you know? (laughs) All right. Well, Okay. The book is so, coming soon, ladies. So you'll, everyone will know. <laughs> now, Janelle, our next sentence completion. The most embarrassing thing I've ever done to get my crush's attention is. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Oh, we're going to bring it back. Oh, so many things. Where do I. Deciding to be like a Steve Urkel esque character in a play. Because they were in it. So, like, literally, no one wanted this role because it was like, a, you know, it was a nerdy role and it was very, like, over the top. But that was like, but if I do it though, I'll get to, like, hang out with them all the time. So uh, I, yeah, I took the role. That was smart. Played the hell right. out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get their attention? Yeah, we had to be together all the time. So, I mean, oh. they got to see me, you know, with my little uh-huh. acting chops going on. But again, it was like the most, like, unsexy thing that I could have done. But it was like, I get to be in his presence, though. So it's okay. Yes. Yes. Maybe he'll know I'm not really like this. But I kind of am because I really am a nerd. So, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the last sentence completion. What I love most about myself is... My ability to see people for who they truly are. Especially if they have a very tough exterior. I'm able to make them feel safe enough to be themselves. That's a beautiful gift. She said, discernment on a honey. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, Janelle. So we have three pictures pulled up and I'm going to share my screen in a moment. But first, 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 we need you to choose a number between one and three. I'm going to go with three. Three. Oh, okay. Get ready. This is, this is a bit of a sexy one. So get ready. But you yeah. saw, you chose three. So we're pull it up. it's cute though. Okay. It's five. It's from Instagram. Mm-hmm. Oh. So tell the folks, the folks that can't see this because they're tuning into the audio only tell them what you're we're looking at and then give us some context behind this fly ass photo. Okay. So this was, when was this Memorial Day weekend this year? My best friend and I, we've been best friends since we were 10 years old. We hadn't seen each other since COVID started and we had a girl's trip at the Four Seasons in Palm Beach. And she took this picture of me. So it's just me in my bathing suit on the beach. It's a lot of thigh action, a lot of boob action, because I have a lot going on, a lot of hair, a lot of boobs. It's a lot. But we love it. You know, I felt very sexy in that moment. So I love it. Girl, you look damn good. So I'm glad that you said three. Yes, yes, you do. She chooses this one. Okay. Yes. Yes. That was fun. Thank you. (laughs) Super fly. Janelle, we had an absolute ball with you. We just want to thank you so much for the work that you do. 
what you mean to the community, what you do for the collective, as I'm sure you have rituals and just other insight that you're giving to folks on a consistent basis. And so thank you for showing up and answering the call and your soul's mission. We'd love to let our listeners know where they can find you, what programs you have available, how can they support you? Give us the tea. Sure. So one of the best places to hang out with me is on Instagram at the Astro Hive or just follow me on Facebook at Janelle Bloom. I hang out there a lot. And in terms of working with me, the North Node program is where I typically have people start. Again, that was that little piece that we talked about that helps us to find our soul's mission for this lifetime. And that's where I encourage people to go because at the end of that eight week, the magic, oh my goodness, the clarity that you will have on who you are and who you are designed to be and you know what you're here to do and then literally having the roadmap on how to do it. This program, I've been running it since 2018 and the life-changing things that has happened for the people who have gone through it is just so I'm like tearing up thinking about it. It's just so magical to watch seeing where everyone is now, whether they took the program in 2018 or even a couple months ago, their lives have just transformed and done a complete 180 because they know who they are, not who people are telling them to be. That's so beautiful. Thank you, Janelle, for the work that you do. (laughs) Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. I've been so looking forward to this. I'm so happy that we got to do this. Hey, lady. It's Dr. Dom here from the Cultivating Her Space podcast. Are you currently a resident of the state of California and contemplating starting your therapy journey? Well, if so, please reach out to me at drdominiquebroussard.com. That's D-R-D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E-B-R-O-U-S-S-A-R-D dot com to schedule a free 15-minute consultation. I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for joining us today. Please note that our show may contain conversations about self-help, advice, self-empowerment, and mental health, but is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider. If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory, Psychology Today, or contact your insurance provider. If you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, visit our website, cultivatingherspace.com, and be sure to click the Patreon tab to get access to video content, bonuses, and our weekly after show. And before we meet again, repeat after me. Greatness is my birthright, so I no longer ask for permission.